Hi friends, welcome back to the podcast. So since today is our last week of September, that means it's our music segment and I'm going to share two different drumming rhythm-based interventions with you today. You don't just have to use drumming with them, but I'll talk all about the adaptations and applications of these songs in a little while. But if you're looking for ideas to address attention, rhythm learning, maybe for an adaptive lesson, sequencing or gross motor coordination, these might be something that you want to try out. They're both original songs written by me, and I'm excited to share them with you today. Let's jump in. To get started, we always want to remind ourselves to set our clients up for a successful musical experience, and that involves a lot of teaching before testing. I'm going to also link you to um, an episode that Kristen did on some of the overlooked concepts when designing music experiences, and that's one of the things that she talks about. So if you want to learn more about what teaching before testing means and how that looks in music therapy, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. So for teaching, before we get into testing, I want to give you a a little bonus ditty um, as a prep cue for any type of mallet use. Since we're going to be talking a lot about percussion instruments and um, rhythm today, Oftentimes, that may include using mallets or drumsticks. That could be for a specific purpose for fine motor skills or pincer grasp, things like that, but also for ease of play and use of a variety of percussion instruments. So I often find that clients may struggle with appropriate use of mallets um, or even understanding how to hold them correctly in a way that is um, technically correct and that's not going to cause harm or um, bad habits uh, with their wrists and hands. So if you are encouraging or supporting a client in playing an instrument that needs a mallet, um, I came up with this little song cue to help them remember the steps to holding it properly. Now, I can't take credit for the words per se. Um, I heard them from a student of a music teacher once, so I don't know what music teacher to give credit to for this part. Um, but the sequence goes pinch, wrap, and roll. The pinch, um, you can model by taking your forefinger and your thumb and pinching them together like that pincer grasp. Wrap is when you take your three, four, and five fingers and wrap them around the end of the mallet. And then roll, you just kind of roll your wrists inward ever so slightly so that they're nice 
and straight um, with their forearm. So pinch, wrap, and roll. Now, immediately what that brought to my mind was shake, rattle, and roll. So I changed the words to um, this famous Bill Haley in his comics cover, although originally Shake, Rattle, Roll is by Big Joe Turner. Fun fact. Um, so we're going to take those words and sing it like this instead. And you can even add some rhythm, maybe some clapping and say, Pinch, rap, and roll. Pinch, rap, and roll. Everybody let's pinch, rap, and roll. We pinch, rap, and roll. This is how we hold our mallets to play some rock and roll. So kind of like that. Uh, you could change the last line to whatever you need it to be. But the repetition, once your uh, client learns it, they could sing it along with you. And then you can just begin by cueing either an individual or a group with that song. You could even play it if you want to. But that's just a fun little way to remember how to hold your mallets to go ahead and start off on the right foot before you get to any rhythm or instrument play. Okay, so the first um, rhythm or drumming-based song that I want to share is something that I call I've Got a Beat. It was an improvisational ditty that I came up with one day during a session and it got stuck in my head. And since it worked really well, I have been using it ever since that day. It's a call and response or a rhythm imitation song designed for you to go back and forth with the client after some modeling. And it could easily be adapted to be used within groups as well. So I'll go ahead and sing it for you now. To start with a steady beat for this one. I've got a beat and it sounds like this. I've got a beat and it sounds like this. I've got a beat, I've got a rhythm, I've got a beat and it sounds like this. And in the second verse, We'll use an imaginary client named Joe. Joe's got a beat and it sounds like. Then you could either keep a steady beat going and they join you, or you could use some contingent music and stop and let them play. Joe's got a beat and it sounds like. And they play. Joe's got a beat, he's got a rhythm. Joe's got a beat. And it sounds like this. And then the third verse is we've got the beat. And then you both play together. And we've got the beat. And it sounds like this. We've got the beat. And it sounds like this. We've got a beat. We've got a rhythm. We've got a beat. And it sounds like this. And then I like to move on and so the second time through, you can create your own rhythm. And it goes like this. And I've got a beat and it sounds like this. I've got a beat and it sounds like this. I've got a beat, I've got a rhythm, I've got a beat. And it sounds like this. And Joe. 
got a beat and it sounds like Joe's got a beat and it sounds like they get to make up their own Joe's got a beat Joe's got rhythm Joe's got a beat and it sounds like here we go we've got a beat and it sounds like this we've got a beat and it sounds like this we've got a beat a steady beat we've got a beat and it sounds like this so at the end you could keep a steady beat and allow the client or clients to improvise a rhythm keep their groove going or you can cue back to the steady beat and you come back together and you finish out the song that way so that is i've got a beat so you can adapt this to cue your client to follow or maintain a rhythm or a steady beat you can cue them to create their own beat but I would suggest starting with following a steady beat the first time through, especially if the drum is new or maybe you're really working on um, kind of foundational goals like sustained attention or imitation um, or maybe you have a communication goal. You don't even need a drum to do this. You could use any percussive instrument um, like a tambourine or a shaker or cymbals or castanets or you could even use body percussion and create sequences with clapping stomping and patting their lap the repetition of the song provides the structure to be able to alter cues with time and increase the difficulty of the intervention but you can also consider using a metronome or a beat backing track if you want to be creating pattern sequences the steady beat primes the brain for attention and creates the predictability for that motor planning that is key for um, successful completion of rhythms and beat and uh, steady drumming. You need a beat to sync to a steady rhythm. So this song can provide that as well as an opportunity to adapt and expand um, based on your goals and what your client is ready for. So before I introduce the second song that I'm going to share with you today, let's talk paradiddles. Not only is this word really fun to say, but I'll define it in case you've never heard it before. Because I remember the first time I heard the word, I had no idea what it meant. A paradiddle is a drumming rudiment that combines single strokes with precisely placed double strokes. So typically the format is two single strokes and a double stroke. These are also written with R for right and L for left. So if you look up paradiddles, that's how you're going to see it. And they're written over rhythm notation. So it reads like R-L-R-R or L-R-L-L. And they alternate sides depending on the single or the double stroke. It's a really basic drumming rudiment, but the structure is something that we could use for music therapy to create patterns. So whether you're working on crossing midline, simply learning left and right hands for putting on gloves, adaptive drum lessons, or sequencing patterns of two items, paradiddles can be a great basic format to use. All of these goals are executive function based and crossing midline especially 
is a vital skill for both sides of the brain and body to be able to coordinate. It's an important developmental skill and a common goal if you're working with autistic children, kids with developmental delay, or even a genesis of the corpus callosum, or folks with brain injury. Crossing midline is really important for everyone. Okay, so on to the song now. Does anyone remember the 60s and 70s cartoon, The Banana Splits? It was a goofy variety show that centered around a rock band made up of animals, but like mascot animals, so like full-grown people in suits. And it was very silly. But one thing that I remember about that cartoon is that they had a really catchy theme song And as a kid watching the reruns, it became ingrained in my brain very quickly and probably forever. So like 15 years later, it has come in very handy when I needed a song to cue rhythmic patterns for an adaptive drum lesson that I was preparing. Um, How my brain made this connection between the banana splits and paradiddles, I don't know. But here we are and I'm going to share it with you today. I'll go ahead and play the song for you, and then we can talk about it. One banana, two banana, three banana, four. Four bananas make a bunch, and so do many more. Right hand, left hand, rhythms we play. Hold your sticks, get ready. Listen close to what I say. Making up some rhythm fun. Making up some rhythm fun. Lots of fun for everyone. Right, left, right, right. Left, right. Left, left. So that was uh, my paradiddle inspired version of the banana splits theme song um first let's talk uh the paradiddle part so i use the basic structure of left right left left so the two single strokes and then double stroke with alternating hands but ultimately you could use this as any type of sequencing song it could be colors red blue red red or Um, You could use pictures of things. You could even use actual fruits. Uh, Banana, banana, orange, or something like that. And um, really get creative with how you do it. It could be a counting song or something like that. So uh, get creative and think about how you want to use sequences to accomplish the goal that you're working on. As for instruments... I've used this most often with drums, either drumsticks and a drum pad or a hand drum. I always love to have clients use um, a drum with their hands whenever possible. 
mallets work great too. You could place one drum in the middle or between the client's knees and they could play it that way. It could sit on top of their lap or on a, a desktop or a tabletop. You could do this to have them cross over midline and put drums, um, one drum on either side of them and they have to reach with their opposite hand. So right hand to left drum, left hand to right drum. You could do that with paddle drums and you could move the paddle drums um, and not have them cross midline and just practice having the client reach. You could do it with tall drums or tubanos. You could use castanets for pincer grasp work. You could do um, rhythm stick partner taps. So they have two rhythm sticks and you have two rhythm sticks and they have to tap yours with theirs when you call the hand. You could even let your client choose two different instruments and have one on each side like maybe a cowbell and a xylophone or two different desk bells and then they could play along with you during the song. This exercise could be a great priming intervention for pairing um, a task with musical cues similar to um, the TIMP exercise, Therapeutic Instrumental Performance Training um, from the Neurologic Music Therapy Approach or even music attention control training, or just a great um, priming intervention for attention in general, or completing a sequencing task. There are so many ways that you could customize this to whatever you're working on, and um, I always encourage to let the clients choose. Obviously, you can set this up in a very structured way um, to really think about where the work is in the intervention, and use the music to um, support that strategically. So you could supply all of the structure if that's appropriate. Or, like I said, letting your client choose what instrument they want to do this exercise with. If you set up everything else and say, okay, would you like one of these three choices? Um, what instrument do you want to do this song with? And they might be more engaged. And I always encourage giving clients autonomy and choice whenever possible. Um, not only does this increase motivation and engagement, but it also gets their buy-in and they want to participate with you when they feel like they have choices to make. It's much more fun that way. Because that's kind of a silly song, um, it, feel free to get silly with it. You might even pull out some banana shakers with them and let them play along to this banana split song. So there you have it. Two different um, interventions for working on um, rhythm and drumming or percussion within your music therapy sessions or adaptive lessons, as well as a little bonus song um, as a cue for how to hold mallets. I hope that you uh, maybe found some inspiration or can take these songs that I've shared and adapt them in your own creative way to meet your needs. However you use them, we would love to know. So please shoot us an email or DM us on Instagram if you have found a way to use either one of these songs. Um, I know they have served me and I hope that they will be helpful for you as well. As one final resource, I'm also going to link 
make sure to check out the description in the show notes because I'm going to be linking you to a couple different extra resources. I've typed up the lyrics with some considerations for each of these interventions. I'm going to be sharing a couple articles and two different Music Therapy and Beyond podcast episodes to supplement today's content. So I hope you enjoy and get to making some music. We'll be back next month with four more weeks of brand new content. Thanks for tuning in to Music Therapy and Beyond. For show notes from today's episode, head to our website, musictherapyandbeyond.com. And while you're there, check out our shop. If you enjoy this content, please like and subscribe to share our work on all platforms. And don't forget to tune in every Monday for another great episode. We'll see you next time.